Uh, folks, it's your captain speaking from the flight deck here. Welcome aboard the Ashley and Brad radio show. We'll be cruising at altitude, 30,000 feet. And drinks are free. Drinks are free. As soon as I turn off that uh, fasten seatbelt sign, we'll be at our cruising altitude. And you know the drill. I don't have to finish that. In fact, I don't don't have to even uh, do it because I have an actual captain who's left us a message, as he often does, at 888-922-7234. The actual captain has tips for all of you traveling with pets this year. The actual captain says this. They would be wise to, when they board... Just walk up to the cockpit, introduce themselves to the flight crew and say, hey, uh, I'd just like to remind you that I've got my pet traveling underneath. Please remember to turn the heat on in the baggage compartment. Yeah, simple thing like that. I didn't know you could walk up to the cockpit. I thought you had to like go in and don't make eye no, contact you, and go to your no, seat. <laughs> if you see them, you can say hey. Okay. And I always give a hey, what's up, fellas? Oh, or Thanks, okay. Skipper, or something like that. But oh, um, all right. you uh, also want to keep an eye on your pets if they're on the jetway near the ramp. He yeah. says sometimes they can be left out in the cold and the inclement weather. So maybe just you know remind the gate agent, hey, there's live animals out there. Yeah, wow. Anyway, wow. thanks, Captain, for getting in touch and thanks for listening. Triple eight nine two two seven two three four is that number once again slower triple eight nine two two uh seven two three four <laughs> i was gonna say phone. where's the <laughs> ambiance Go where's the noise get that uh, flight attendant button call button if you need anything during flight uh here's your news the roundup with ashley page Well, at-home holiday parties are on a lot of people's calendars, obviously, right now. And hosts, many of us, faced with a dilemma. Uh, Do you make your guests take their shoes off at the door or just let them... Especially if it's like a a cocktail or formal attire and people are in their dress shoes. Gabriel Filippelli, professor of earth sciences at Purdue University, says... uh, It's a tough call, but taking off shoes is the best way to limit germs and toxic dust from coming inside the house. But then you don't want people walking around barefoot. So they say providing washable slippers uh, is also a very thoughtful gesture. You could leave the socks on, obviously. But, you know, everybody's dragging in something from out of sight, including (laughs) you who live in the house. So let's not get carried away with that. And your dog does, too, Uh, every time they go outside. So, So, right. The ultra-cautious people with, ooh, are dragging like please you're living in it well you, yeah a lot so, of times we are but yeah. anyway if you do make people take their shoes off at least give them maybe something because their feet might okay. get cold uh, okay. even with socks right. so if you would like to use subway sauces on your sandwiches and salads at home guess what coming in early 2024 which by the way is just two and a half weeks away yeah. you can find four varieties on store shelves sweet onion teriyaki roasted garlic aioli creamy italian mvp uh-huh. and baja chipotle yeah so. meanwhile chick-fil-a is like uh, kind of late to the party, aren't you, fellas? Where have you been, been? We've been doing this for a little while. Exactly. So documentaries on John Lennon, Carlos Santana, Joan Baez, Little Richard, and Blood, Sweat, and Tears could all be battling it out for an Oscar in March. Wow. They're all eligible for nominations in the documentary feature film category. They're all supposed to be fantastic. The Academy Awards ceremony, by the way, set for March 10th. Hmm. And that's your News Roundup. Ashley and Brad. Welcome in, everybody. Here it is, December the 12th for 2023. It is day 346. There are only 19 days left in this year and less than two weeks for Christmas. Who's got birthdays? Well, right at the very top, she and her psychic friends are probably throwing a big party right now. But Dion Warwick oh, yeah, I is now 83 that. years old. Uh-huh. Bill Nye from uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Also, you'll see him everywhere in Love Actually. He's also in that. As the uh, So he's not the science guy. 
No, no. Bill Different Nye, guy. Yeah, he's uh, the aging rock star in uh, Love Actually. He's uh, 74 years old. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Jennifer Connolly from Top Gun Maverick, 53. Regina Hall is 53. Mayim Bialik is 48 years old. Big Bang Theory and also Jeopardy game mm-hmm. show. Lucas Hedges is 27. And also Hank Jr. Jr. Hank Williams III is 51 years old. Hank Third. Yeah. It happened on this date in history, 1914. The largest one-day percentage drop in the history of the Dow Jones occurred down 24%. One day. Yikes. That was 1914. In 1992, a Norway court ruled that Oslo University did not have to readmit a 39-year-old student until he bathed. (gasps) Ew. Ew. The astrophysics major had been living in a cave for 14 years. He sued the university for half a million dollars after he was expelled for stinking. Well, you know, listen. Mm. <laughs> Where is that student today? He I was mean, the stinky kid in class. 31 years ago, has he made a brilliant career as an astrophysicist? I would love to know the rest of that Paul Harvey story there. <laughs> in 2003, uh, Kiko the killer whale died in the Norwegian fjord that mm. had made his home. Well, I tried to look up that guy that from Oslo University, by yeah, the way. They, uh-huh. they wouldn't list his name. So, Would you want your name listed? <laughs> Listen, would... if you're going to show up and be stinky, I, I obviously so. you don't care about a lot of things. Okay. Special events for today. Gingerbread House Day is today. Ambrosia Day. Oh, we're going to talk about that. Not the band. Mm, no, not the band. <laughs> Although they're in concert sometime. They are a lot. Right now. They, they're this month. touring. Yeah. Ponceria Day is today. Soundcheck Day. Check. One, two, two. <laughs> syllabants. Syllabants. And 12-hour fresh breath day. Let's get that Oslo student on the phone. <laughs> you have a birthday and a special event. Tell us when yours is. And we'll celebrate. 888-922-7234. Ashley and Brad. Well, it's Ashley and Brad on the radio. Like we said, uh, I think by now, two weeks before, less than two weeks, most people have their tree up if they're celebrating Christmas. And the question has always been, there's two kinds of people. Yes. Are you real or a fake? Yeah. Mine's real and they're spectacular. <laughs> and My roommate's is fake. And, and it's you, also spectacular. Mm, okay. It's, real, it's anyway. very, very pretty. And I can use it every single year. Okay, and, fine. But. We have the largest tree we've ever gotten, by the way. Oh, wow. It was gigantic. How'd to get a home for well on top of the car but it was at the price we got i was still like this can't be the right price and no that's it really because usually they have that it's usually seven to eight feet well this right. was like a few inches above the eight feet and i was like okay at and that they, price i wonder if they put it in the wrong aisle uh, i don't know oh. I'm, I'm taking it anyway okay well there's a new way to do it and th- 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 right now it's in london but I, I think it could be very interesting. All right. They are offering online or pick it up in person a tree rental. You just rent the tree. They'll come and drop it off. You decorate it. You do whatever you want. And then when you're come done, on. poof, they come and take it. And then you don't have to store it. You could do a real one. Is it vastly underpriced than everything else? I mean, you know, that's the only way I would think it's possible. Interestingly enough, they didn't mention the price. How shocking. The- <laughs> so I'm a th- How but shocking. still... What a what no, a great idea! I mean, because no. you can rent clothes, you can rent wedding attire, yeah, you can know, rent all kinds of stuff. And yeah. I thought that's because not a lot of you know. What if you're in an apartment or in a place where you, you usually don't get a have, little t- teeny tiny Charlie Brown Christmas maybe tree? Maybe people don't want a teeny tiny Charlie of Brown Christmas they do. tree. In they a, usually in a, get one. They could get what they want, and no, this way they don't have to store it. No, no, no. What do you guys think about a rented Christmas tree? Triple eight nine two two seven two three four. Ashley and Brad. 
Expanding your vocabulary each and every day here on the Ashley and Brad Show. Introducing today's word, which is a, uh, a Latin word from the 19th century. It is an adjective, a phyllis. A phyllis. Not like, hey, Phyllis. Hey, Phyllis Diller. Like <laughs> I see you. No, not that. Oh, a Phyllis is your word a for today. Phyllis. Yeah, a Phyllis. Go a ahead and try Phyllis. and spell that for us. Hmm. We will discuss its meaning in just a moment. But first, um, spell music. That's enough. Maybe like Phyllis Phyllis. I don't okay. know. A Y P H I L L I S Y S. I don't know. Wow. No, I'm sure Not it's kind of no. even close. close by. <laughs> uh, a Phyllis is A P H Y L L O U S. Yeah, wow. A hmm, uh, no. It's just a word that describes what many trees look like right now. Having no oh, leaves. Yeah. Having no leaves. Okay. The aphyllus trees wrapped in bright holiday lights brought cheer to the street. Ah, uh, I see. And then the chlorophyll, that would be the, when they yeah. get the tree. Okay. The aphyllus branches looked menacing, silhouetted against the sky at night. All of these words just mean leafless. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. So there's your word for today. Ashley and Brad. Thanks, everybody, for getting in touch with us. Ashley and Brad at 888-922-7234. Katie, just one of the many folks for Christmas. If I cook, it's ham and corn fritters. My grandmother's recipe Ooh, is a classic. Corn fritters. And a family favorite. That so, sounds delish. That does sound kind of good. Mm. I'll be right over. <laughs> uh, good morning, Ashley and Brad, says Francis. Eggnog, love it. Now, he'll have a quart per Thanksgiving and Christmas. That's a so, lot of calories. A quart? It's a he lot. buys one and it lasts that whole time, you no, mean? Or he gets one, one for, for Thanksgiving yeah, exactly. and one for one Christmas. One for Thanksgiving, one for Tuts. Two okay. quarts, that's half well. gallon of a lot of delicious fatness. A and lot sweet. of deliciousness. Yes. That's what I heard. Delicious. Well, anyway, <laughs> thanks, Francis. Of course, you're always getting in touch with us. And also, Wayne got in touch with us. I'm presuming talking about things we don't less necessarily like around the holidays. Right. Loud noise, waiting in lines, 24 hour banking, anything with marshmallow. And- <laughs> And raisins hiding in cookies as chocolate chips. I can get behind that for <laughs> sure. You take know. a bite, you think it's you know chocolate. You're I like, love oh, it when there's man. an errant raisin that shows up that's <laughs> no. snuck in. I'm like, oh, look at you, little chewy no. guy. Snuck no. in thinking you're a chip. I, can, I like a little surprise every now and, <laughs> and then. Anyway, thanks, Wayne, and everybody else. 888-922-7234 News here. The Roundup with Ashley Page. Well, this is an interesting story because this just happened to me uh, last week when I went to go buy a gift card. Mm -hmm. Police departments across the country are warning holiday shoppers of that gift card scam. It's been happening for several years now. Here's how the scam works. If you buy a gift card... Somebody already goes in and they copy the serial number and then they drain the money that you put on it. Yeah. So, unfortunately, nobody knows until it's too late. They go to use the card and there's nothing on it. Right. Shoppers make sure when you're buying a gift card, turn around on the back to make sure that that serial number hasn't already been scratched off. I did happen to notice that and I brought it up to the cashier with my real one uh, when I checked out. So, they said, just make sure nobody has tampered with that gift card first. Okay. So when you think of McDonald's, you probably don't think pizza. McDonald's is experimenting bringing back 
the McPizza from the 1980s. Do you remember the McPizza? The, I, I do I, not. There's something that vaguely reminds me that, yeah, it was there for a time. Uh, it was there for a minute. Yep. Yeah. They said it, it wasn't on the menu long, yeah. but McDonald's in Germany is making another run at it. Huh. They think that it's going to be a great concept. And if it works there, they said the, they might be bringing it back to American and markets. And what's that pizza made out of? Dodo, dodo, dodo. Come on now. That's too easy. That was some low-hanging fruit Very right there. <laughs> so the TV adaptation of the iconic cult classic Cruel Intentions has announced Savannah Lee Smith and Kobe Clark being added to the cast. Originally released in 1999, the Cruel Intentions film starred Sarah Michelle Gellar, Ryan Phillippe, and Reese Witherspoon. The TV version has now officially received a series order from Amazon. Oh, okay. That's your news roundup. Ashley and Brad. Gather around the warm glow of the radio fire. Generations, we're talking to you. Oh, let's bring in the boomers. Let's bring in the Gen X, millennials, and Gen Zs. We're going to ask you what you know about each other as we play Mind the Gap. It's a board game that has questions tailored for each of the generations. For example, let's ask a question from the Boomer catalog. This is movies and television, I'm guessing. Mm -hmm. What famous director made a cameo appearance in each of his movies? Some directors have calling cards... Uh, John Landis usually puts uh, See You Next Wednesday in all of his, but this director was physically appearing in each of his movies. He physically appeared mm-hmm. in them. And this is 60s? 50s? Uh, yeah. 60s for sure. What was the genre? Suspense. Hitchcock? Is correct. Really? Hitchcock, yep. He was in every movie you'll, that he yep, did? You'll see him in a little, just a little casual, oh, there he is walking in the background. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. This is a boomer question I think even you're not going to know. But maybe you always surprise me. Let's hear What Truman Capote novel was based on a true crime in Kansas introducing readers to a term called a nonfiction novel? You love to try and stump me, don't you? I do. You probably know this. It's in cold blood. It is. How do you know weird stuff like that? Because my mind, it does. It just has this stuff. Let's go to Gen X. From television, what were the names of the TV police officers played by Sharon Gless and Tyne Daly? Oh, yeah, that was, they were the women detectives. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, what was the name of that show? No, it wasn't Starsky and Hutch because those were the guys. <laughs> These were. Um, uh huh. And the name that was the name of the show. That was the name of the show. Their last names. I th- I actually think I know this. Like, if you say it, I'm going to be like, oh yeah, that's right. C and L. Cagney and Lacey. Yes, there you go. Oh, I knew it was on the tip of my tongue. Okay, for you, mm-hmm. because you are a Diet Coke fanatic, or were at some yeah, point. used to be. So what Coca-Cola diet drink was especially popular, but saw a decline with the introduction of Diet Coke in 1982? So this is a, a, a Coke product? Yeah, this was the predecessor. And then when Diet Coke came around, people were like, I don't want that anymore. I want this. Um, well, P- Pepsi had Pepsi free, but that was a whole different thing. But so that's a Pepsi did, I know. What did Coke product. have, though? Um, this was especially popular in the 70s and 80s. Oh, Tab. It's, yes. Sure. Sure. Like well, you just I, knew. Well, I did. But I'm just <laughs> think, I was thinking maybe it was something else. But Tab, of course, was a huge thing. Um all right, millennials, this is your question from music. What kid rock DJ found solo hits with Follow Me, Drift Away, and Smile? Uncle Cracker. Of course. Of course. Okay, how about for you uh-huh. from the millennial batch of cards? Yeah. Ouch candy was shaped like a Band-Aid, but it was a candy. What kind of candy was it? 
Ouch candy? Ouch candy was shaped uh, like a baby. Meaning baby. a hard candy or a chocolate or uh, what? Uh, that's what you got to tell me. What kind of candy? What was it? I think it was a gummy product. Gummy kind of candy. Oh, I'm going to give you partial credit. Okay. It was gum. Okay. Not a gummy candy. All right. Uh, finally, Generation Z, here's your question. Gen Z won't remember Tom Hanks getting stuck on an island, but but they will remember Matt Damon getting stuck on Mars in this movie. What was the name of that film? Was that the intergalactic inter, inter something? No, one? Interstellar. That Interstellar. Was, no, that was Matthew McConaughey. Oh, uh, oh, was this that comment? This wasn't Don't Look Up. No, no. This was Matt Damon stuck on Mars. What was the name of that movie? I guess I don't know. And I'm sure that's the pitch. Okay, it's Tom Hanks and Castaway, but it's Matt Damon on Mars. Did he have a ball named Wilson, too? <laughs> no. Uh, I don't know. The Martian. The Martian. Uh, did it's you see that fun. movie? I did. You yeah. did? And? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. From the Gen Z category for you, uh-huh. uh, what TV segment included Shaquille O'Neal making fun of basketball players failing? Oh, it's on uh, TNT Inside the NBA. But what was the, that that segment called? Yeah, um, what they call that segment? Uh, Sh- Sh- Shaq's fails. I-, I don't know. Nope. What was it? Shaq and a fool. Oh yeah. Ashley and Brad. Well, here's one of those party questions you may uh, have at a holiday party. It's Ashley and Brad, by the way, just uh, helping you to provide some conversation starters for, yes. your, for your parties. This Icebreakers. Will, yeah, this would be one of them, um, because if we're talking about going back in time. Yes. First of all, we have to agree upon what time period or frame would we do. Yeah, I know. Because you could go back to Mesozoic time. You were talking the Gilded Age. I mean, when would you? Let's say around our nation's founding. Okay. 1776. Right. You want to go back then. Right around so, that time. And the question is, what would you miss? What would you miss most? I mean, because it's still... Wow. It wasn't modern, modern, but I mean, it was civilized. Yeah. We had a civilization. But I mean, come so, on. Ben Franklin's still flying his kite out there. <laughs> He's trying to... Exactly. Trying to get the harness of electricity. <laughs> I'd start with electricity. You I mean... Would, you would... Okay, but there's other ways. There was there were candles and, and you yeah, know, little torch but, flame things yeah. and stuff like that. But, I mean, that led the way for everything else we're talking yeah. about modern air refrigeration and uh, right. keeping food cold and you didn't talk about a bunch of stuff and i know you wouldn't miss your smartphone or social media Probably i not. would for I'd, sure i'd love to sit and talk with the founding fathers <laughs> right you won't believe what's going to happen in the future fellas <laughs> exactly but it's interesting because they talked to a bunch of people and they said what would you guys miss most and the patent for the first flushing toilet came around 1776 yeah most people said indoor plumbing that's what they well, would miss the most. Sure, that's definitely one off the uh, way above electricity. But look, you're talking I'm to like, a guy who's done know. camping with a little uh, shovel, oh, and I've no. I've had to make Ugh. do, and I'm talking about make do, <laughs> pun intended. I mean that in both senses. You've never gone into the woods with a shovel, no. so no. you would have no. the hardest time with that. Not I'm me. No, I'm saying the rest of us just, are like, yeah. And what do you mean the rest of us? I bet there's a lot no, of people. We'd all be the, like, yeah. No, no. Does a bear do it in the woods? Yes, he does. I'm not a bear. Well, you're going to have to act like one. (laughs) Ashley and Brad. It's Ashley and Brad on the radio. If you're throwing a party, uh, you're usually one of two people for the the Christmas and the holiday season. If you're throwing a party this time of year, you're one of two people. You are, well, most, let me just start with this. You're most often doing it in an evite, an electronic evite. Yes. Or an email. email. Yeah, of course. You're doing it email. You're doing it text. Hardly ever is an actual paper invitation going out. But if you are doing that, you either show the guest list 
or you don't show the guest list. Mm. Because oh, that's right. The the person who creates that's it. That's right. Can, yes. You have the option to say, here are all the people that are invited. Right. And you can show the responses. Based right. on that, that's when a lot of people go, oh, so-and-so is not going to be there. Oh, I'm not going to go. Or so-and-so is going to be there. Right. Yeah, I don't want to be there. Exactly. There. So there's... If you're doing an Evite, do you let no, everybody see? No, I do not show the guest list okay. at all. Yeah. I want everybody to just show up of their own accord. Okay. And not be a... a Hinging upon the fact that X, Y, or Z is going to be there or not. Well, do you feel obligated to go? Because we do get invited to a lot of stuff. It's, you know, that there's the holiday parties. My, In fact, my other jobs, uh, holiday parties tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so, I, so I mean, I do feel. So you're not going to go to your jobs per, uh, uh, holiday party? Oh, I party? am. I mean, I go to pretty much every party I get invited to. Do you? Uh, yeah, all the time. Okay, sure. well, experts say holiday burnout, holiday party burnout, at least, is a real thing. And they said, don't be afraid to turn down an invitation just because you got invited. Doesn't mean you gotta you gotta go because they don't normally frequently happen throughout the year. It's just right. one of those. Oh, okay, I haven't seen this person in a while. Let's go. And so you get piled on at the end of the year, and it's yeah. like the weekend. You have what six parties every weekend. Maybe. It's it's a little Maybe. complicated. You know what? We're throwing one here at the radio station. So oh, come on over. Everybody. My Evite got lost in the mail. Yeah, I, think. I think it did. I didn't get invited to that one. What do you do when it comes to parties? Guest list published? Yes or no? Triple eight nine two two seven two three four. Ashley and Brad. Thanks, Mike H. You are always getting in touch with us. Triple eight nine two two seven two three four. Oh, about those gifts. He's got a couple ideas. Surprise gifts. It happened to him last night at a holiday party at his house. By the way, someone got him a gift, and luckily he had a dash cam that he was going to return. Oh, he gave it to them, and he goes, "Oh, <laughs> here, I got you a dash cam." That's a really nice gift. Though. Yeah, and they were stoked. They're like, "How? How did you know? You shouldn't have." Wow. Um, also, he's s- like, "I almost didn't." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it almost got returned. Uh, stocking stuffers. He got. <laughs> he got everyone those cigarette lighter caps. They're pushable. What? Yeah, you put them in the cigarette lighter, and they have a little red button on them. And it says "fire missiles" or "eject." <laughs> he That's says, cute. Those are a hit with That's everybody. That's funny. Yeah. So thanks, Mike. We'll take a couple of those. Send those here at Care of the Station. Uh, you can get in touch with us just like Mike and the captain and Katie and everybody else does. Triple eight nine two two seven two three four News. The Roundup with Ashley Page. So at-home holiday parties are on a lot of people's calendars right now. We just talked about this uh, recently. But here's a dilemma. Are you one of those people that likes your guests to take their shoes off when they come in? even if it's a cocktail or a formal uh, party. Well, Gabriel Filippelli, professor of earth sciences at Purdue University, says, listen, this time of year, people can track in all kinds, not just this time of year, all the time when you wear your shoes in your house, but you have so many more people coming into your house than you normally would. And so if you'd like to limit the germs and a bunch of the dust coming in from inside, you know, if you're going to ask them to take their shoes off, it's probably at least a nice thing to provide some washable slippers or non-slip okay. socks so that their feet don't get cold. Mm. This is never going to happen for a house party during Christmas time. I With bet, yeah. 50 people coming to your yeah. house, you got 50 pairs of slippers lying around. Listen, if you can get a bulk discount thing at the, the big box The only one store, who could pull this off is my cousin, who got those slippers from the hotel right. every time he went. That's right. He probably could invite everybody exactly. over to his house. Right. So Sears, once a dominant force in American retail, is trying to make a little bit of a comeback. 
back? Yes. They filed for bankruptcy of 2018. They closed hundreds of stores, but they're attempting to revive their brand. They've quietly reopened two stores. One in Burbank, California, one in oh, wow. Union Gap, Washington. Okay. And they're, they kind of resemble, I saw the pictures, they kind of resemble like a Kohl's, Target, JCPenney type thing of uh, various products. They'll have the mattresses and the clothing. The appli- I love the Sears appliances. Yeah, sure. Uh, holiday decor, all kinds of stuff. So It's where America shops, the by the way. My very first credit card I ever got was a Discover card, yeah. which was from Sears. Sure. So several TV shows have been canceled over the last few days. Deadline.com reported the upcoming seventh season of ABC's Grey's Anatomy spinoff Station 19 will be its last. The AMC drama Lucky Hank won't be back for a second season. The Foster's spinoff Good Trouble is going to end with its fifth season. And Cruel Summer won't be getting a third season. High production costs and low ratings are being blamed for the cancellations. And that's your News Roundup. Ashley and Brad. Game time here on the Ashley and Brad Radio Show. We've pretty much done every kind of version of quiz regarding songs, but I mm-hmm. think this is the t- first time we're doing this one. This is, I want you to identify this Christmas song in one second. Oh! So I'm going to play you a clip of a song. You have to tell me what the name of the song is. You could probably tell me the artist too if you'd like. But mm, uh, If I can. If you can. These are so identifiable. According to you. Come on. If you, well, again, I got to realize my audience here. <laughs> exactly. My participant. Uh, so tell me in one second, what song is this? Oh, the weather. Come on. I mean, that's. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Can you is tell that, me? Who, who is it? It sounded like Harry Connick Jr. Oh, the weather. No, it's not Harry Connick. Nope. Mm-mm. I don't know. That's yeah, Dean Martin. Okay, there's because yeah. there's a million versions of all of these there songs. There are, but you can tell anyway. Uh, who is this, and what song is it? Jesse. Yeah, pretty identifiable. Jesse. Mm-hmm. See, now you started it over, so now I got to start it over in my head. Okay, fine. <laughs> so, who is it? I see a lot of Melvin. Slow ride together for a sleigh ride together to deny. Yes. Sleigh ride. Sleigh ride. Can you tell me who's who... singing that? Brenda Lee. No. Jesse. That's Ronnie Spector. <gasps> yeah. All right. How about uh, this very identical song in one second? <laughs> oh, it's a, the Happy Christmas. It's a Wonderful Christmas Time. Um, uh-huh. Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney. Exactly. Then finally, how about this? Mm-mm. Yeah. Bono. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't know the song. Very identifiable mm-hmm. part of the song. In fact, he only has. Maybe two lines in the whole song. Oh, is this the the one with the not the We Are the World, the other one, the the uh, the Bob Geldof one? Do they know it's Christmas yes. time? Yes. Well, tonight, thank God, it's them instead of you. That's the one. Okay. Well, you sounded a little Bon Jovi-ish there. Yeah. Ashley and Brad. Well, it's that time of year where people gather around the warm glow of the television. And they watch more movies than ever. I certainly know that we have been. Mm-hmm. Because there's a list. Everyone gets a list and their family's like, oh, we got to watch this one. And there's right. It's Wonderful Life. And there's Elf. And <laughs> dozens of other movies that make the list. And we, I don't even know if we have enough time to get them all in. Right. But uh, we're avid movie watchers in our family. And we are also, a, we pay attention very closely. But not just holiday movies, all the I movies. Know, that's what I'm saying. Because we pay very close attention to accents in film. Yeah. And it, it's interesting because, you know, oftentimes there will be American actors and actresses playing other nationalities and vice versa. They'll right. play American accents. Right. In fact, 
Well, in fact, Hugh Laurie, I never knew was British until I saw him in an interview. Oh, that's so funny. He plays Dr. House, and I'm like, wow, that's a really good American accent. Rose Byrne. When I first saw yeah. her in, uh, I think it was Bridesmaids, and then I saw her in something else, I was like, yeah. oh, she does a great like yeah. Australian accent. Someone's like, she is Australian. Yeah. I was like, really? Yeah. Uh, what's her face from um, Yellowstone? She plays uh, She plays Beth. Yeah. I don't remember her real Red name, hair. but she was in um, A Haunting in Venice I just saw, and I'm like, oh, that that is her real accent. Yeah. That's right. She's British. Yeah. But it's interesting because sometimes there are really bad like like bad bad yeah. accents yeah. and one of them although i think he was supposed to be cockney i th- i think his accent kept going in and out oh yeah dick van dick dyke. van dyke i know in mary poppins poor dick van dyke he's never been able to live that down still yeah he's 93 and he's still you know <laughs> i know true. i know all right i did my best it was not his what best do you want me work to do? um i don't recall this movie and I, so I obviously don't know the accent in it but in Mystic River which I know is a really popular movie oh it's Boston Tim Robbins yeah. they said did a horrible accent yeah it's supposed to take place in Boston so you got natives right I think Ben Affleck's in that if not not mistaken I don't I mean know. it's Sean Penn in there and Kevin Bacon and it's supposed to take place in Northeast so so they all did those accents and yeah. he just was the worst of the three uh, perhaps okay. yeah. all right era this is era <laughs> tim robbins era doing my boston accent era and there's a few more on the list like like brad pitt from the devil's own yeah. and yeah kevin costner always is on okay. this list you know what's so funny always because there was list. some other ones like winona Ryder's on here yeah. but and they each had like one uh by their name one yeah, one movie I know. they said the special award does go to kevin costner because yeah. they named one two three four movies of his yeah robin, robin hood's always, prince of thieves always on the they list. said it was terrible always jfk and i don't remember what accent he had in jfk again i think that was supposed to be uh new england for sure huh yeah. okay uh, a perfect world which i've never even heard of that movie yeah. and 13 days okay they said he's just not the accent guy okay who else belongs on this list that could not pull off the accent? Let us know. 888-922-7234. Ashley and Brad. It's Ashley and Brad on the radio, and thanks, everybody, for tuning in here on the uh, couple of weeks before Christmas. Less than. It's 13 days from today. So maybe you're going to have a holiday party before, still. Maybe you're going to have a New Year's Eve party. I know that you are. I Your roommate am. is. Yeah, he is. So how do you stressfully plan for these things? How do you have go Have somebody about else it? do it for well, you? Well, that's always the answer. <laughs> if you can hire people as caterers <laughs> and bartenders, yes. that's the way to do it. If, if For sure. Because here's the thing. A lot of us feel like we've got to do all of it. Everything. And according to HGTV, they said, listen, there's, you know, it's fun to have people over at your house, but, there, but then there's that stress of, oh, Oh my gosh, I got to clean every room and I get there's stuff I you know, I got to put stuff in the garage and move yeah. things around and and it can be physically a lot of stuff to do. Okay. But they said there's other stuff like you don't have to do all the cooking. You don't have to do all of it. No. Delegate it. You know, tell this person you bring a salad, this person you bring a dessert. Don't you don't have to do it all. Okay. Uh, they said, you know, just general stuff, like basic stuff. Have some holiday music on in the background. Put keep this station on in the background just so you have a lot of times people don't Who play doesn't music. doesn't throw a party with a lot, music. On. A lot of people don't think about Why? it. And people Come get on. there and at first it's, you know, real quiet. Throw so this on. Yes. Just in the background. You That's can have, you know, one. listen, people say we're background noise anyway. Exactly. This way, this is a great way to do it. Yeah. You know, add something new, something fun, maybe a, a, an ornament exchange. All right. You know, everyone brings or makes their, their own ornament. The white elephant thing is always a hit if you bring gag gifts so fun. and do that. Right. As steal. long as you specify, because yeah. I'm That's my, fun. my other job is doing its holiday party tomorrow, and they specifically said 20 bucks or under. No gag gifts and no gift cards. 
What? So you have to bring something that's not one of those things. Yeah, it's so, more fun to give the a- Chia pet thing <laughs> have that go around. Chia. Exactly. I got the Bob Ross. <laughs> Ashley and Brad. Quick, to the social media we go. Because you got in touch with us on social yes, media. Yes, you every, did. Every day we're almost posting a question from the show yeah. about something we talk about. And this was from last week. I think we posted, do you do you quit cold turkey on December 26th or wean yourself off of the holiday music? Let's hear. So Karen, or as you call her. Karen uh, Karen. Karen Karen. She said, December 26th, everything is cleared out and gone. Wow. Boom. She's wow. done. She's over it. Okay. Uh, this is my friend Rob. He said, Christmas music should not even begin until December 23rd. And it should absolutely stop at midnight December 23rd. Wow. He goes, and no, I'm not a Grinch. Okay. Uh, Jeremy goes, I haven't even started decorating yet. So that's a camp okay. out of you. Everything at the last second, no, the shopping, no, everything. We just wait till Thanksgiving's done. That's okay. it. Well, that's on Facebook. And there's so many other things people have commented on. Because like you said, every day we're usually putting something up there. Okay. And then texting, of course, always gets some responses. James uh, texted and we we're playing the feud. And he says, the number one thing you should ask your spouse about before you purchase yeah car was the number one answer yeah house was number two i could not imagine well james says it's because the people who have a car number one on the list are the ones who have the surprise i bought a car conversation buying (laughs) buying a house well (laughs) again surprise i I had a car he's hanging out with jeff bezos and people like that i guess (laughs) wow buying a house isn't the average person's budget just to be able to do it right surprise house buying doesn't happen surprise car buying though james wow wow you got some high dollar friends there All right. Thanks, everybody, for getting in touch. Here's news. The Roundup with Ashley Page. Well, police departments across the country are warning holiday shoppers of a gift card scam. Here's how it works. You you know, you go to that little gift card mall that's in a lot of the stores and Uh you just grab whatever thing you want and you grab the first one off that rack. Well, you got to turn it over and look at it. What are you looking for? Making sure the serial numbers on the back have not been tampered with or scratched off. Because what happens is the scammers copy the serial uh, number information, yeah. drain the card of the money when you put it on, and they just they hang it right back up on the on wow. the that gift card mall. Way to go, so scammers! Just be careful. You I just soulless sons of mothers. It was every time, every well, holiday season. Exactly. So White Claw is introducing booze-free varieties. The lineup includes black cherry cranberry. Mango passion fruit, peach orange blossom, ooh, that one sounds good, and lime yuzi flavors. Each calorie only has two grams of sugar and 15 calories. Okay. So David Morrissey and Amy Lou Wood have signed on to play a father and daughter in the BBC's new six-part comedy, Daddy Issues. The show follows Gemma as she allows her divorced dad to move back into her apartment. The BBC said in a statement, quote, it's it's a genuinely laugh-out-loud sitcom. No premiere date has been announced yet and that's your news roundup ashley and brad game time play along listener as you're going to try and guess along with ashley to find out who is this celebrity voice or who that it's been sometimes called i'll play you a clip from an interview tell me which celebrity is speaking very simple here we go i was blown away i'd never seen anything like that it uh i always loved the animations in fairy tale books now they had this 3d universe that I just didn't want to leave. Yeah, okay. He's talking about oh. animation and a 3D universe that he did not want to leave. Is that Jeremy Renner? Is that Jeremy Renner? Mm. No, it is not Jeremy Renner. Oh. Uh, oh. It, well, let's put, it, is this let's put it this way. He's talking about a movie that he starred in as the voice. And it was an animated... Chris Pratt! Is it Chris Pratt? Mm. No, it's not oh. Chris Pratt. 
But is it ta- a newer movie? Uh, no, the first one came out a while ago. He's talking about a fairy tale land of characters upon. Like the Chronicles Char- of Narnia kind of a thing? No. No. Mm-mm. I don't recognize his voice. What um, else has he been in? Oh, plenty of things. Let me Make hear it, it again. Okay. I was blown away. I'd never seen anything like that. It, uh, I always loved the animations in fairy tale books. Now they had this 3D universe that I just didn't want to leave. Yeah. Canadian actor. Ryan Reynolds? No. Mm. Made his appearance on SNL as a cast member. Mike Myers? Mike Myers. That's Mike Myers? That's Mike Myers. That doesn't sound like him it at sure all to does. me. Oh, yeah. Sounds just like him. It Who's, does? Yeah. Who that? Um, I get in trouble for not playing bigger venues, actually, because there is quite... But um, I've been playing amphitheaters, which are outside, and they're beautiful, and you get to see the audience when you go on. But no, I mean, I'm not a massive fan of touring. Mm. Who's that? That's Adele. That's Adele. Exactly correct. That's how you say her name, oh, too. I love her. Finally, who's this? I think I was... Put on this earth to sing. I firmly believe that when people ask me. I say, you know, with this haircut, this nose, and this voice, you know, this was, I was a God made rock star. Yeah. At first, I thought it was Sting, but until no. he described himself, it's got to be Sir Rod. Rod Sir Stewart. Rod Stewart, 100% correct. Who else sounds like that with that <laughs> nose and that haircut? <laughs> Ashley and Brad. There are, he said, to all of us, uh, occurrences in our lives that we cannot account for or explain. It's just coincidental. It's, wow, it's random. He said here on the Ashley Brad Show, one of which my sister even just called yesterday and told me about. Are you sitting down? She, I got this coincidental story. And she goes That's through, always scary when someone says, are you I know, sitting down? Tells me this whole story. And I was like, yeah, that happens to me all the time. What happened? She was, ta- she was thinking about a specific episode of a show. Mm-hmm. And she turned on the TV. And, and that, that show episode, was on. I was like, I can't tell you how many times that's yeah. happened to me. I've done it where life. I've seen a show and I was like, meh. And then someone's like, you've got to watch it again. And I turned it on and it's the same episode I saw before. And yeah. I was like, that's yeah. weird. But of the countless television shows, it, it's same right. with songs. It used to happen all the time. Right. You think Thinking about something. a song, mm-hmm. you turn on the radio, there it is. Yeah. All You're the like, time. wow, yeah, that's like ESPN or something. Kind of. So it's interesting because there was like a Reddit forum and they asked people, what is a true story? It sounds like you totally made it up. Like this guy said, oh, he, okay. he made a hole at one at a, a corporate golf tournament yeah. and won a brand new Harley, wow. which is really cool. But then he sold it and bought a horse trailer for his wife. And that's how they got the horse. He's like, wow. you want to hear the story of how I got this horse trailer? Wow. You won't believe it. Okay. Because what are the odds? Like, I, I think I got I know- a hole in one, but I only had to buy a round for the clubhouse. <laughs> that's all I got. <laughs> right. This guy said he's worked for a mortuary for, you know, a long time. And now they have, they have those... Um, those like caterpillar things that will dig it. He said he used to actually have to hand dig those. Yeah. And I'm like, that's quite a job. Yeah. This one reminded me of you because you survived a, a very bad accident yeah. uh, years ago. I could tell that story and most people wouldn't believe exactly. it. Exactly. The details of that were gruesome. Yeah. Um, this guy said he actually fell out of a moving vehicle on the highway. There was something wrong with the latch on his door. He said he landed on his feet unbelievably had not, e- not even any broken bones. A couple of scrapes. Wow. I know. Wow. So what kind of amazing, implausible story do you have where you're like, you, you, you couldn't make this up. You couldn't write this. Let us know. 888 Ashley and Brad. 
Fun fact time with us, Ashley and Brad, bringing you interesting little bits of news. So you got some little marshmallows lying around, oh, maybe some fruit. Yeah. And I like. You can the, make this. Is that fruit cocktail-y looking thing? Well, uh, I like the fruit cocktail. As you a do. Kid. Used to have the cans of with the cherry in there, the, uh, the, the dice pears and stuff. That's kind of what this yeah. looks like with like whipped cream on it. Yeah. Um, and I remember my mother would make this. Mm, yeah. It was not my favorite for it. sure. You do? Yeah. Okay. Well, this is the salad, not the band. Uh, originally from Greek mythology, ambrosia, well, first of all, the name means food of the gods. And they believed that if you consumed this ambrosia, Mm -hmm. you would become immortal. Now, it's not so much. But it is kind of tropical in the thing. There's coconut in it. There's usually like the little mini marshmallows, Mm -hmm. little orange slices. Now we make it with, you know, pineapples and mandarin oranges and all kinds of stuff. And uh, I know a lot of people add marshmallows to it, but it usually has some kind of a yogurt or sour cream whipped cream thing yeah. and it is very popular at the uh, at the holiday table yeah Ashley and Brad